Reality Redemption. Another episode. This is going to be our holiday episode. Happy I'm, holidays. I'm it's MJ. And appropriate, we have snow, short for snowflake. It's my time of year. <laughs> yeah. Are you all ready for the holidays? I am ready for them to be over. I know I sound like a total bah humbug, but where I work, Christmas is not the fun time of year. So, yeah. Yeah, it must be. But I'm ready for New Year's because actually, and I actually like Christmas because that actually means it's over, you know, and I get to see my family. So you're going down to Phoenix? I am. Yeah, oh, that'd be nice. because Christmas is on a Friday this year, so it's like an extra long weekend. Oh, I'm having extra long weekends every week lately. I know. <laughs> hey, I did have an interview yesterday that was seemed could be promising. Yeah. Yeah. Can you say where or no? Or I don't want to say where. Okay. It's a it's a warehouse job. Oh, cool. And they might uh, help me get a CDL. Oh, that hey, that'd be sweet. You can be a trucker. Yeah, hit the road. <laughs> uh, we're joined by Heather. How you doing, Heather? Hi, Heather. Hi, everybody. Snow, MJ. Hey, Good we, to be here. We've, we've talk, talked about you, but we haven't talked to you on this before. Everybody talks about me. Oh, yeah? I'm very talkable. <laughs> Are you ready for the holiday? Getting there. Um, still have some shopping to do, cooking to plan, that sort of stuff. But I did put up my first Christmas tree this year since I moved to Arizona. Oh, wow. Yeah. This is the first time you've done it? Yeah, it's the first time I'm going to be here in Kingman for Christmas. So I decided to go ahead and decorate this year. Okay, so is your family coming to visit you for the holidays? Yes, first time. Yay. Normally I go down to their house. So This time they're coming up here. Well, my mom's coming up. And uh, so we're going to do the whole Polish Christmas Eve. I love your mom. My mom's awesome. <laughs> Susan. Hi, <bitch>. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> it, people, it's like a term of endearment. Okay. Oh, yeah. My, my mom's got the mouth of a trucker. So if MJ uh-huh. gets a CDL, she can teach him how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how does your Christmas tree survive with all the cats? Oh, dear. Oh. Um, so... That's a great question. So I, you know, I adopted a a new kitten. Uh, He's about five, six months old. So he's pretty, I'm wondering if he's feral for crying out loud. Um, But my Christmas decorations start about two foot up the tree and just go to the top because he's climbing into the tree. Yeah. So he's about as destructive as his namesake. And his name is Oppenheimer. (laughs) Yeah, they like to um, wrap themselves around the tree. I think they get, like, their jungle instincts because they're cats. And then they're like, I want to be, like, hidden. Yeah. They think it's funny. But then, like, you don't think it's funny when you come home to a tipped-over Christmas tree and smash bowls. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, that hasn't happened yet. But every time, if I go to sleep... If I, you know, leave the house for just going to get the mail or something like that, the last thing I say to them is... That tree better still be standing when I get back. <laughs> Do you feel like you're turning into a crazy cat lady? You have three. So I am definitely a crazy cat lady. Um, <laughs> I, In my personal belief, um, I believe the single women to cat ratio ideally is one to two. 
Um, and so now that I've hit one to three, I've definitely entered into crazy cat lady territory. Do you feel like a lot of cat women that are like, they're like lays, you can't have just one? I would agree. Now, you know, when I lived back east, I only had just one because I had a one bedroom apartment. It was pretty small. Didn't really have space for more. Um, now I have a, a bigger apartment, so I adopted a second cat when I moved here, Miss Hetty. Schrodinger moved cross-country with me. We adopted Hetty, and um, now we adopted Oppenheimer uh, from a family friend down in Huachuca City area. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, they have a good home. I, they do. And, um, I, you know, I, I think it's pandemic boredom. <laughs> <laughs> I needed more social interaction. Yeah. This year's been yeah. rough. Yeah. I mean, because we used to always hang out all the time, and now we see each other every few months, except Stone Eye, because we do this. Yeah. But other than that, we don't get out much. How come you don't have a cat? Because of the hours I work. Like, I used to have dogs, and I'm more of a dog person than a cat person. I like cats. Because I kind of like their fuck-off personality type. Like, they tend to hate their owners. They're like, just get out. I'm waiting for you to leave, you know? <laughs> and they're kind of, like, self-sufficient. They're not needy at all, which is great about cats. But I'm like, you know, I had... One of my dogs had really bad separation anxiety when I... Any, any time I, when I leave for work, you know, and he would just freak out. So I'm like, once I retire, I'll get pets again. I just don't think it's fair to them, like, for the hours I work. If I had a normal schedule, yeah. yeah. I think I'll be dealing with separation anxiety for at least one of my cats when I eventually get back to my office. I've, I've been working from home for nine months now. Oh, yeah. Then they're going to probably freak. Yeah. But you're probably going back no time soon, right? I, you know, I don't even know. Um, originally, we were talking uh, January. I, you know, I think it's going to be more like March at this point but I, I don't know I, or, it, it could change or will they wait for the vaccines to come out and then decide to send you guys back I don't know all, all I know is they kind of had planned for early January but seemed to have softened on that date um, and haven't committed to a new date so huh. we'll see how it goes I you know um, at this point, I very much want to get back to the office because I, I just really want to be around people again. At the same time, I love the commute. <laughs> I love the commute Save working at my dining steps. table. Saving so much in gas. <laughs> oh, I hate buying gas with a passion. Really? I hate it. I don't know why. I don't mind making a car payment. I don't mind paying for maintenance. I don't, well, I don't, I don't like paying for maintenance when they call me honey at the garage or sweetheart or crap like that. But, you know, I just, I hate buying gas. And you got to use sugar balls. Throw it right back at them. <laughs> sugar balls. I, I think they'd probably appreciate it. They'd probably like it. You know, that kind Who of, knows? That, they that, probably do. That, that kind of fits into the, uh, you know, the, the theme of this podcast. Um, uh, we have a dude here. Hey, MJ, would you like to be called sugar balls? Or would you get, like, a little embarrassed? Would, would uh, it? I get called hun. Not by guys. Well, right, but but what if woman... somebody said sugar balls? Would that give you some kind of hint that maybe the women didn't like being called honey or sweetie uh, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be offended if somebody called me sugar balls. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because when a woman gets called hun or sweetie or sweetheart by essentially a stranger, it's mm-hmm. definitely a gender thing. It's definitely different mm-hmm. than, you know. Did you- or, or they call you a kiddo. Ugh. What about that one? Luckily, I have enough gray hair that they don't call me kiddo. Like, Do you get the one? Maybe, maybe you should smile more. You ever get that? Oh, yeah. I actually haven't gotten that. I've gotten it a couple times. My boxing instructor used to tell me that I have an aura of get the fuck away from me. And so I, I don't get that a lot. <laughs> Do you ever get hit on out and about? No, I don't actually. I know. What, what happened those days, you know, when you used to get hit on? I, I mean, think it's because everything's moved online. I don't think it, I mean, maybe that's it. They're like, you know, we, this isn't, yeah. I think phones ruin people too with the whole, they're convenient as hell, don't get me wrong, but they also like ruin normal socialization Yeah, that, yeah. in a way. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, now things swipe right, swipe left. And uh-huh. that's how. I'm not even on any dating apps anymore. I haven't been in a long time. I am, but am not. Like, so I just updated my, I was going to share this with everyone. I just updated my profile to say, this profile is under construction. (laughs) (laughs) I decided I'm going to work on myself for a while. I'm in pretty amazing shape, but I'd like to be even better and don't want any distractions right now. I also don't want to delete my profile because then I'd have to go through all the dudes I've already swiped left on. I'll be back after I get the vaccine. (laughs) Well, I decided to do it because of that, because of our numbers are getting so bad. And I'm like, and probably because our friend died, you know, I, I trying to be even safer and just, I just want to like, because I, I keep saying, we we have no control over all these people that we feel are idiots, the anti-maskers, which they are, by the way. If you're listening, you are an idiot. Um, we have no control over them, but the only thing that we can do is to keep ourselves away from them. You know, and we yep. can be like, then I'm going to totally take care of myself and I'm just not going to be able to be around you. You know, no, exactly. I, you know, after hearing about Mark's death, um, I, I've left the house even less times than I would have anyway. You know, grocery shopping. I, I very much enjoy grocery shopping. I'm not willing to let someone else pick my groceries for me. Oh god, I hate grocery shopping. I do. I, I, I have. I had a phobia of grocery stores way before this pandemic. I yeah, love the you grocery get... pickup. I'm even uh-uh. using. I don't do anything except for go to work mm-hmm. and come here. To do podcasts. Yeah. No, I, I've seen you in the grocery store, MJ. It's it's bad. You really yeah. don't like it. Yeah. I hate it, too. Yeah. No, when I, when I was growing up, my um, my dad was out of work on disability um, at, at retirement age anyway, you know, and my mom was going to school and so it's full-time, and so she was out of work. And, um, it, you know, so we just didn't really have a lot of money at that point growing up, and uh, we would... I've lived in a really rural town, like Kingman's got nothing on how rural the town was where I grew up. 
And um, we would go to the grocery store because it was now open late and they had the international food section and the video section and the florist. And like, it was a new concept to me at that point in my life. And we would go and just browse and we would just have fun. And we'd look at all these foods in the international food section that we had never heard of. And it was just, it was a great time with mom. So I love grocery shopping. And and honestly, it's, that's like learning right there too. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're still learning out and about even simple stuff in a grocery store. Yeah. That's cool. So while your profile was active, were you getting weirdos on there? Yes, I was. The thing, I think the thing that irritates me the most and listen up close fellas is when you, you see the guys who all put in their profiles um, if you're a hooker, swipe left, blah, blah, blah. There's so many hookers on here and I'm not paying for it, blah, blah, blah. So then those guys are the ones that it seems to me like they want to ask for your number right away, right? And I have no problem giving my number and then doing the texting because I'm like, hello, you can always block a number later. Mm-hmm. You can block people, you can delete them, whatever you have to do. So... Right away, these are the same guys, though, that get right into talking. Why are they treating the girls, the non-hooker girls, why are you treating us like that, then? Why do you go straight to, send me a picture of your hot, sexy tits. Oh, and he put tots. He even did a misspell. Send me a pic of of those hot, sexy tots. (laughs) Dude, what? I don't understand this mentality. And then and then I'm like sitting there. So I'm an overanalyzer in case anybody didn't know. I'm like, no wonder some of the girls on here go go on here to purposely try to make money off of this. I'm like, first off, like, yeah, dude, it's kind of like if you are going to talk to me like this, I kind of do want some payment for it. You know? Well, if you're going to sit there and talk to me and want to do nothing but sexting here and you don't want to get to know me as a person like Mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. Well, and to send them a picture of your hot, sexy tots, you got to go to the grocery store, buy the tots, and it's <laughs> another 20 minutes to bake them. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Exactly. See, that's what you should have done. You know? I know. <laughs> Maybe you should just, you know, preemptively buy some tater tots. Have them on hand. Yeah. No, no, just just Google the picture of them and you know save the picture on it. Then... They're all steamy. Get them right. Get the picture right when it comes out of the oven. Steam, hot and sexy. Do you get any unsolicited pics? I've only got that one that we talked about last time, where I was like, and I'll say it again, like, um, yeah, not a bad dick. Too bad it's attached to that guy with that personality, boy. But. uh yeah, your dick's not really the problem, sir. It's you. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. See how fun you're missing, Heather? <laughs> By not being on dating apps. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. There's a lot of nice guys on there, too. I mean, there are. But in, like, normal, respectful guys, too. It's just these are the ones that really stick out. Like, another one, like, where the guys are all talking about, I'm not... I'm not into the hookers, blah, blah, blah. And then all their pics are, are like of all the shit they have. Here's my boat. Here's this. I'm like, but you're trying to entice women in with the money. I'm like, oh my fucking stupid are you? <laughs> you're asking to get taken advantage of. Oh, God. So, 
Oh, it's my two cents ding, for a while. Ding. We, we won't have this to talk about for a while until I get that vaccine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we're not going to get that to like April or so. Yeah. But like my sister got shot number one yesterday. Oh, wow. But she's an RN. So. Okay. She. Yeah. And then. Oh, and then, so I was listening to a radio show that I listened to, and they were talking about this conservative, real conservative community, probably a lot like Kingman, in um, Texas. And a lot of the nurses were refusing their vaccines because they listen to right-wing hate radio, and they tell them, oh, you don't want it, you know, blah, blah, blah. I think even Tucker Carlson's saying stuff about how the vaccine... He's an well, idiot. Yeah, will cause... I mean, and they're really steering these people wrong, but, like, so all of them aren't... I'm like, can I have their place in line? Because, I mean, I keep hearing more and more about all the studies that are coming out of all the side effects from the long-term effects that people are having. And, I mean, the disease isn't even... hasn't even been around long enough for us to even really know... All of that, too. And if these things are, in fact, long-term effects that are going to last forever or what. But I'm like, like, at first I was, like, on the fence about the vaccine. Not that I wouldn't get it, but I'm like, you know, I want to wait longer, you know, blah, blah, blah. Good thing I'm not, like, considered super important, so I have time to wait. But every time they talk about all these studies, I'm like, no, I'll go ahead and take it now. I mean, I'd rather take my chances with the vaccine than any one of those side effects. Yeah. You know, I, I give it up to the, the folks who were signing up to be in the studies. Right. You know, like those are some brave people. Though yeah. They're really brave. Yeah. I mean, they should have, they, not that I don't love Biden and Harris, but maybe they should have won times person of the year. <laughs> I was sad that Dr. Fauci yeah. and the healthcare workers didn't get it. Cause I mean, I was, yeah, the, the, the frontline workers should have gotten people. I know. Of the year. That's who I vote. I voted for. It was a combination. It was Dr. Fauci and the, and the frontline workers, a combination of the two. And I was like, they really should have got it. Um, but speaking but, of Kamala Harris, um, we got what, about a month from today, new administration takes over. Yes. First VP. I'm so excited for her. Like, I just love, I loved, there will be several times when I'm like having a Kamala moment, you know, and I always think of like when she's questioning uh, Bill Barr and she's like, sir, answer the question. Answer the question, please, sir. I just love that. I'm like, she's just like no bullshit and she doesn't get all pissed. She's just like, look, just answer. That's all I'm here for. Right. And what's coming true is why I I was, you know, I I wasn't for Biden at first, but I knew he would have a good cabinet on it. And some of the positions that he's filling, Janet Yellen for Treasury Secretary. Nice. Mm -hmm. Deb Holland for Interior Secretary. She was from Winslow, Arizona. She's now a New Mexico congresswoman. Yeah, they talked about mm. they talked about her. So she's going to be able to battle like the nasty Koch brothers that try to go in and do. They want to mine in the Grand Canyon for uranium. So she'll. We have somebody. Right, and that, she's Native American. Yeah. Which, which tribe was she from? Is it Hopi? 
I don't want to get it wrong. I'm not sure. But I don't know. I I can't. Percent. So that's yeah. what we do. We uh, we talk about these things, but we don't really research them all the way through. <laughs> oh, God. We're, we're great for that. Yeah. I thought I heard it was Hopi, but I don't, I'm not positive. Um, let's see. We have Jennifer Granholm, Department of Energy, and Mar- Marsha Fudge, Housing and Urban Development. That's one that they, that's the one that they were a little upset that she wasn't the, like agriculture, right? Or the the farmers were upset that she didn't get picked for. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one. They either. wanted her to be that instead, like to because she's. I guess she has a history of helping the farmers and knowing, especially black farmers. What position was Bernie up for? Well, Possibly. he was trying to bid for Secretary of Labor, which I was like, oh, my God, yes. That'd be pretty cool. I know, because he is always, 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 always mentioned in our Teamsters magazine. He is in there every single edition. They put in there about how Bernie Sanders and um, a House Representative um, Marcy... I, I'm having a brain fart on her last name, but she's from Ohio. Those two have been working for years on the Protect Our Pensions. For years. They are they have always been in there. Like, I mean, even before the 2016 election, they're always... You know, Snow, now that this podcast is heard in 19 countries, you think we'd be able to have an intern that could uh, prepare this stuff for us. I know. You know, we have all the research done. We are accepting applications. Yeah, just go see us on our social media pages. Okay. We all do redemption. It doesn't pay much. Oh, no. It does not pay much at all. <laughs> yeah, this is an un- unpaid podcast. <laughs> we, we can pay you in beverages, though. We, we always give, out, give shout outs to our uh, friend Peter, you know, for his barbecue um, sauce, Bootsy's. Delta Funk. Bootsy's Delta Funk. And, uh, yeah. Um, you said his name wrong. It's Peta. Peta. Peta Grumbles. Peta Grumbles. I, 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 I was going to prepare some of the, more of the, his wings today, but I didn't throw out the chicken wings in time. Thanks a lot. So sorry, Peter. Th- well, maybe thanks, next time. Th- thanks, MJ. <laughs> really dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> well, I do have a bottle of his barbecue sauce at home. And some ribs in the freezer for next week oh, when my mom's here. What kind did you get? What kind of sauce? Oh, I don't remember. I don't I've been know. wanting to try like what, one of the fruity one or sweet, something. Sweet and, sweet and, um, I haven't tried it yet. I just See, that's why we're bad, bad here. I know. I got a bottle of it in the fridge. I could go look. I have the white sauce. Ooh, that one looks and good. And that one is good. It's good on um, fish. He told yeah. me... Well, you don't even like salmon? I'm I don't, sure I don't like cooked fish. I'll, I'll eat fish raw, oh. but not cooked. Well, maybe get some sushi and dip it in that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you like lobster. You don't like fish? Lobster, lobster is seafood. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it's like the cockroach no. of the sea anyway. So oh, there it's you go. so good. I know what it's, no, I eat it too. But yeah, they technically they are. They're the bottom. Yeah, there, there's a difference between shellfish, you know, crustaceans, and fish fish. I like it all. I like it all. I can. I eat everything, though. There's like nothing I don't. And you come from the East Coast. I know. And you don't like fish. What can I say? I eat sushi. 
What did you do all those years in Boston? But wait a second. I ate sushi and lobster and scallops. Her coming crab. the East Coast, yeah. I was going to say, aren't they more of like, when they do, like those fishermen though, aren't they more of like lobster and crab? Isn't that what's bigger over there? I don't know because I've never been. It just depends on where you're at. Oh, okay. You know. I didn't know if it was like all fish or just basically like, I mean, that's what they pride themselves on. It's everything. So it's both. I mean, if you're up in Maine, you're really talking, you know, lobster, Uh you know. Um, but if you are, say, down D.C., Maryland area, which live there, too, um, then it's crab. Oh, yeah, the, the crab okay. cakes from Chesapeake Bay. Yep. Oh, my Amazing. God. Amazing. Oh, um, so good. Yeah, well, crab hopefully bisque. we can go to Boston in 2022. Hopefully right. I can go to Boston, like, any day now. I know, Heather. We, 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 we always talk about when the... COVID hit was the same weekend we were supposed to go to Boston. And you were supposed to be there that weekend, too. Yeah. I, well, actually, no. My boyfriend was supposed to come here this year in the spring um, and wasn't able to because of COVID. And so, so we, haven't, we haven't seen each other. For a year? It will be a year in January. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah. How how stressful has that been? Or has it been, do you guys just do a lot of phone sex then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm nosy. See, right. see, you don't have to go into detail, you know. You're on, you're on mic, so you have to say. <laughs> you so there, there is some, you know, sexting and some images being, you know, sent back and forth. We do keep our Zooms clean. Oh, okay. I, I know. Weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not even, you don't even put the tits out there. No. You're like, hi. No. Okay. Uh, we did have like one really cool Zoom call where, you know, we did screen shares and whatnot and pulled up Google Maps and put it on like the, the images so we could literally see the houses that each other grew up in. Oh. Like, that was a lot of fun, you know, because we wouldn't normally do that. Yeah. I thought no. you were going to go somewhere else with the, that. Oh, so did oh, I. No. I, you were yeah, say, yeah, I was trying good. to keep it clean. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, good. we pulled up the images to be like, we're going to fuck there when this is, this is the first place Ooh. we're fucking when all this is over. That's a good idea. See, I'm help, I'm here to help. Wow. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. I, you know, I'm a little too old for sex in the car at these, at this, you know, point in my life, but, um, yeah, toss a blanket in the back, get out of the car, and go to town. Oh, sorry. Huh. Okay. Where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> sorry about we that. We can keep on going down, though. You know, one thing that uh, I did, this is from a uh, 1950s high school economics textbook um, to show how far we've come in the last 70 years. What year was it that women could finally apply for a credit card on their own? It was really like 70, recently. It was, it was 70s. like 72? I was already alive. I think. I thought it was like 73 or 74. Either yeah, way. It was, somewhere, early, somewhere in there. it was in the early 70s. And wasn't that because of RBG? Yes. I'm pretty sure that like women before were not allowed to have a credit card unless their husbands got one for them. Bank accounts either. Yeah, which explains why we still have some of those archaic dinosaur dudes left, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. it was in the lifetime, and it's it's the same way with uh, women here who protest when during the Women's March, and they're against 
against that, you'd think they would be for what we stand for when it comes to women's rights, but no, a lot of the women here are well, they're very living, archaic. They're living in their bubbles and they think they're equal and they're not. You know, when when you think about it, for the most part, a lot of women don't realize that they're not equal until you get up into higher pay scales. And that's where you see a lot of the pay inequality. Because, you know, if you're working down the street at Safeway at a minimum wage job, everyone's making minimum wage, you know, or it's easier to show, oh, you know, Bill's been here for however long and got an X number of raises and therefore, you know, based on time served kind of thing. And so-and-so is brand new, so they're still at minimum wage. And um, also, women, if you want workplace pay equality too, like I'm really hoping that more of these, more of this starts popping up under the new administration too, and let's bring back unions. Because I work a union job, I get paid just as much as any of the other men that I work with. And I'll tell you this, like the, the guys at my work who are good, I'm just as good as them. And I'm better than some of them who, you know, they're men and they work there. And I'm not saying that to be cocky or anything. I'm saying that with confidence, but I'm I'm at least glad. I, like, I don't have this whole thing either where I'm like, well, since I'm better than some of these people, I should get paid more than them. I don't, I'm not there to worry about them. I'm there to worry about, though, that we're all equal, mm-hmm. you know, that we yeah. all get paid. They could be just as good as, as me or any of the other guys who are, are good at our job, but, you know. Hopefully that you want people to appreciate things. And this is a small group of them I'm talking about. But, you know, like you're always going to have that small group of people who are kind of lazy and, and whatnot. You're, you're always going to have that anywhere. Yeah. With, no, in anything, you know. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny. I used to be, I, I'm, and I'm talking like six years ago, seven years ago, I, you know, I was anti-union. And it was just literally because, you know, what I was thinking of was like, yeah, we needed unions so that you didn't have, you know, anybody, let alone, you know, women or men or children, you know, working, you know, 15 hours a day with zero days off and getting locked in rooms and then having the building go on fire. You know, I was thinking that. Mm. And, you know, it wasn't until and this is back in Boston. I met a man who uh, worked in labor organization. And at the time, he was working with a group that um, was working to improve the conditions of primarily women, but men too, working in hotels. And he was talking about how the contracts under which they were working, and it was primarily like housekeeping and facilities type work, and they were just subcontracted down so that the people doing the work were actually getting less than minimum wage and were still working insane hours and no paid time off, no sick leave, no nothing. And it, that's inhumane. I mean, granted, our idea of inhumane now is probably different than it used to be because, you know, it's not like they're, you know, literally chained and locked in or anything. You know, they, they can walk away. But can you really, you know, if you're essentially slaving away for next to no pay? And and here's another point on that for – and. and 
and good on you for learning you know more about it hey i've been in the union for 24 years i had to teach myself a lot of the importance of unions it's not like you know the information is readily available which yeah. which sucks because there's other countries where it is and they are very pro-union you know they would never give that up because they know that it's something that benefits them here's something though for folks who don't like unions at all let me um say uh, they just came out with the list recently of employers who use tax dollars to go to help their employees because they're not willing to pay their employees enough or give their employees benefits on the list as always, is Walmart. Um, Amazon is on that list. FedEx is on that list. Now, let me tell you, the counter people of these employers, guess who is not on the list? Costco is not on the list. You know why? Because a lot of their positions are union. I'm not sure if the entire workforce there is union, but they do have a good CEO that pays good wages. Uh, for the counterpart of FedEx, UPS, they are not on the list, nor will they ever be on the list because they pay their employees good and they are union. So there's that. I mean, people don't realize it's like they're so against unions, but it's like, yeah, but unions make it so too where you don't have these freeloading corporations mm -hmm. sending their employees to go get the slack picked up through government programs yeah. that we, the taxpayers, are paying for. What kills me is, and this, whether it's a union or non-union job, the folks who argue against raising minimum wage or raising wages at any particular business because, well, then, you know, the business isn't going to be making enough money and they'll just shut down. Well, the stockholders and the CEOs, like maybe they shouldn't be making so much profits. Mm -hmm. You know, you're arguing the wrong argument there. Yeah, you know? and that's because that's not the, true. Like yeah. the people will sit there and say, "Yeah, but then the prices will go up." That's they not don't true. Have to. They they only will go up if the corporation is greedy mm -hmm. and make the prices go up because the corporation already knows that the people can only afford so much anyways. And the corporation can afford more than afford to essentially lower their profit margins. Right. You know, that CEO, those stockholders, you know, essentially what you've got now is the ultra rich. They're, they're hoarding their wealth by putting it into things. You, you can't mm -hmm. take those things with you. Like, I, I'm sorry, if you've got three yachts, maybe you can afford to make a little less money. Yeah. And also, the point you made about the shareholders, I always like to use this one, too, on that. Okay, everyone knows that most of the automakers are unionized. UAW. All right. Woohoo. Love that union, too. Um, If people realized, okay, whenever they close down plants here, I've said this for years because I'm like, this just is something that doesn't make sense to me. Even in my 20s, I used to say this. I'm like, so they close down a plant. They move all the work to Mexico, you know, to manufacture the parts where those employees make 42 cents an hour. Why in the fuck is the car still the same price? Why is it? And these and and people 
Other Americans will sit there and trash their fellow Americans, hardworking Americans. Oh, it's these lazy fucking union people. No, it's not. They Like, you're not even benefiting from that. You'd still have to pay the same or they raise prices on the cars. How are you even benefiting? The only person who's benefiting, like you said, mm-hmm. are the shareholders. Yep. That's what's going on. The company wants to impress the shareholders. Yep. So it's um, the companies are essentially managing to the quarter instead of the long-term health of the business. And they're yeah. doing that because of the shareholders. There's a long-standing philosophy of a business is there to make money. Right. And I, right. I don't necessarily subscribe to that philosophy. And the, the current administration has always used that. He's always used the, the strength of the economy has been the stock market, but the stock market doesn't reflect... I don't know about any of you, but I don't have anything to speak of in the stock market. And and really, like, a lot of this started, I mean, it's not even just the current president's fault. I mean, it's like this started under Reagan. I mean, it, it really did. He really attacked labor. He did. He fucking drew the line in the sand. He went from being the president of SAG to disbanding the air traffic controllers, basically taking all their power away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he, Didn't I, don't even get me started on Reagan because there's so much that he did that is just like, we're, we're really paying for it now. I think Reagan started on as a Democrat too. I think I heard that in a podcast recently. He may know. have. He did a lot of fucked up shit in the state of California too, just as the governor. Mm-hmm. No, so, so all this is not too long ago, you know, um, Reagan. But before that, you know, this before women in the workplace, um, some of these things that was taught in school, have dinner ready when your husband gets home. Most, <laughs> most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospect of a good meal is part of the warm welcome needed. <laughs> okay, it gets better. Um, the next one, prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes to rest so that you feel refreshed when he gets home. Touch up your makeup. Put a ribbon in your hair, hair and look fresh looking. He's been with a lot of work-weary people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. I think I'm going to vomit. <laughs> like, all I'm thinking about is the movie The Stepford Wives. And doesn't she start, like, fizzling out like her robot oh self or whatever? Like... If only that was all I had to worry about in my life was looking pretty for my husband. Yeah. I should do this like in like the fifties uh, movie voice when they did like the before the movies. You know they did the news. Clear away the clutter. Make one last check through the main part of the house. Gather up the books, the toys, the newspapers. Dust the table so they appear clean. Your husband will feel like he has reached his haven of rest and order. Doing this for him will give you a lift, also. How? Uh, yeah, not really. Or you mean like the lift in his pants? Is that I, the only, is that what they meant? Like, I don't. Because at that point, like, I'm not going to feel like attending to the lift in his pants. Because I'm going to be freaking exhausted. <laughs> be like, I'm going to go have a glass of wine and take a bubble bath. That's what, the, I, I'm starting to realize I understand the yeah. Calgon commercials even more now. This, this. This is, this Calgon, is, take me away. This is probably why Lucy and Ricky had separate beds. <laughs> it's because of this kind of crap. <laughs> Lucy took no shit. 
Uh, let's see. Prepare the children. Take a few minutes to wash their faces and hands. Comb their hair and change their clothes if necessary. If necessary, to make them look presentable to him. They are God's creatures, and your husband would no, love to see. <laughs> and your husband would love to see you see them playing their part. Minimize wow. all noise. At the time of his arrival, eliminate all noises of the washer, dryer, dishwasher, and vacuum. You've had plenty of time to do these things during the day. Don't do them now. And the king has arrived. Encourage your children to be quiet. I'm horrified. (laughs) Be happy to see your husband. Greet him with a warm smile. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) I, I don't have energy left to smile after doing all that all day. Uh, did they have crazy cat ladies in the 50s? That's by what started all this. I believe they were called spinsters. I, You know, I, I don't think you were allowed to be a single woman, single adult woman in the 50s, unless you were a spinster or a lesbian. Yeah, it was probably really frowned upon. And even then, they probably just wanted to marry you off anyway, regardless. Okay, here's one. Do not... Greet your husband with com- pop problems or complaints. Don't complain when he, he is late for dinner. Count this as minor when compared to what he had to go through during the day. Even if he's out fucking some other broad, you put a smile on, gal. Like, wow. what the hell? Well, Those are insane. And by that logic, you're supposed to be psychic about when he's going to be home because didn't isn't his dinner supposed to be hot and ready? Well, if he's I'm late right. and his dinner's cold, it's his fucking fault. Yeah. No, it's not. Apparently, you need to fucking work your magic and have it on the table ready. Yeah. For maybe Bobby Boo. And, and this is before Take cell phones, there. so you didn't know when he was coming home. You didn't have a microwave oven to reheat it. Well, I don't think so. you really had traffic back in the fifties either. So it's not like you know you could actually predict. So he could he could call. He could fucking call. But yeah, if you what if you were so. It, I'm assuming that they would be on a schedule, though. They're yeah. like, okay, this is normally when he gets off. So they're preparing the meal. But, yeah, like he, like MJ said, no microwave to heat it up quickly. What are you doing? Like, then you got to go put it back in the oven for another 20 minutes. And then and it's over. And know all this? And it's going to dry Fuck out and this. be disgusting. I am so glad that I was not a housewife in the 50s. So glad I'm not a housewife And now. I feel bad for all of you that were. My God. I know. I mean, I mean, I guess the three of us have nothing to uh, say about marriage because none of us have been married. We, yeah, we no. literally have no experience yeah. in that department. Could you imagine? Maybe this, maybe this still goes on now. I don't know. You know what? I'll tell you, though. Reading this, I should just always keep a print out of this. Makes me not want to ever get married. Still. It's stuff like that. Like, ugh. What if you ended up with a guy that had these beliefs? Hopefully you would know that before you agreed I, to marry well, him. Yeah, I, I think I probably know some guys who have these beliefs to this day. I think I do, too. Like it's Well, I wouldn't be surprised around here. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Things are making a whole lot more sense now. Make him comfortable. Have him lean back in a comfortable chair. Suggest he lie down for a few minutes in the bedroom. Have a cool or warm drink ready for him. Arrange his pillow and offer to take his shoes. Speak to him in a low, soft, soothing, pleasant voice. Allow him to relax and rewind. I, d- I just want to throw up. Like, I, 
Yeah, that's making me sick to my stomach. Listen to him. You may have a dozen things to tell him, but the moment of his arrival is not the time. Let him speak first. Well, in fairness, if I had to spend all day every day at home catering to his every need and whim, I don't know that I'd have anything to say by the time he got home anyway. Because there's nothing to talk about at that point. No wonder, weren't, weren't like tons of housewives back in the day, like on Valium or something? I mean, no wonder if Ooh. they had to go through this. That that yeah. might be the one benefit of being a 1950s housewife. <laughs> oh, the Valium? The drugs. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think maybe I could get through it if I had a ton of Valium. I don't know. Make the evening his. He is special. Never complain that he does not take you out to dinner or other pleasant entertainment. Instead, try to understand his world of strain and pressure. His need to unwind and relax. Remember that you relaxed all day waiting for his return. What? Now it's his turn to enjoy what you enjoyed. I thought I was supposed to do the washing and the dishes and and the vacuuming and the dusting and taking care of the kids. That's not real work. How was I relaxing all day? I don't know. I didn't write this before I was born. Not long, but... Oof. God, we've come a long way. Thank goodness. Still have a long way to go, though. Yeah. I wonder, where that, I wonder if that's where, uh, our, I wonder if that's where his, our president gets his view, because he grew up in that time. You know what? There's kind of a gap. Like, I'm wondering, because, like, I, you know, watching stuff about early women, and it seems like, you know, when they had, back in the day, when they had all the brothels and stuff, and women were running their own show, and they were making all this money and everything, and they were independent, and they were starting schools back then and all that, with all the money that they made from prostitution. Then they make prostitution illegal, and then women have to go into this, where they can no longer be, I'm saying, we got to figure out a way to make prostitution legal again and give women. <laughs> Well, yeah, the bunny ranch up in Nevada. I keep saying, when I retire, dude, I want to organize. I want to help organize the prostitutes. Prostitute union? Yes. Sex work is still work, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it seems like women had it better than they went, like, so many years back to being a housewife. I mean, what the hell? It's all about keeping women in their place, making them dependent upon men. Because even if you're a prostitute, you're dependent upon men for your income. True. But I think maybe men wanted to... I bet you anything it was men who made prostitution illegal. They probably were, like, getting sick and tired of paying for it. And then they're like, I want it for free. And I should have it for free because I'm a man. Just like those men on the that are complaining about all the hookers on the... Dating site and how they're not going to pay for it. Well, it, it's within our lifetime. I, I forget when, but I think it was like the 80s or even in the 90s when the courts finally said that rape exists within a marriage. So, wow. yeah, I, I want to say it was like in the early to mid 90s when, um, you, you know, they, they finally said, no, just because someone is your wife or your husband doesn't mean you can't rape them. Right. It's pretty sick. Well, yeah, and a lot of people don't understand that that's actually what happened with the whole Lorena Bobbitt, John Wayne Bobbitt incident. Mm-hmm. She got sick and tired of being raped. 
So life lesson, men, life lesson. Well, anything else on this subject? I mean, we have, we have come a long way, and I think, um, I think we finally need a woman president. We have come a long way, but until there are nine, all right? Until there are nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's good to have you on, Heather. Thank you. I thought this would be the perfect subject for you to come on about. No. Well, thank you for inviting me. Very happy to be here. Hopefully you'll invite me back. Yeah, it's been fun, and it's been yeah. good to see you, too. Yeah. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It's I been know. Too, too, too long. We used to have Cards Against Humanity parties. Now we're all afraid to leave the house. But we'll get back someday. Bring on the vaccine. Hey, I wonder if... You know, I wonder if this whole list that we were going down, I wonder if, like, this stuff happens now because women are home all day. I wonder if the guys are like, hey, you know, because a lot of people work from home now. I'm sure it does. Sounds like my life with three cats. I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you are their servant. <laughs> I mean, that's all you are. I, it pretty much is, yeah. You're not a cat owner. I, you You're know, owned by cats. I, pretty much, yeah. I, I do spend my day making sure that they are fed have fresh water, are cleaned up after, you know. Yeah, at least you don't have to uh, rub their feet at night. I don't have to, but they do, you know, at least one of them is generally clamoring all over me looking for attention. So, But I don't touch human feet, so, you know, any men out there are out of luck. And usually they, I mean, cats give you a massage with that hole. You know how they... (laughs) The needing. They do that. Yeah, I know. It's, it's kind of annoying, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, my, my, my one old cat, Homie, he used to do that. And I was like, Homie, get off me. That hurts. It starts hurting because they do the same spot. Yeah, my, my cats all have claws, so it hurts when they do it. Um, but they don't do it to me often. Oh. Okay. They'll, they'll do it to, you know, the blanket or the pillow or whatever that they're trying to snuggle into. Oh. They don't do it to me often. Okay. Yeah. Well... I guess that's going to wrap up our last episode before Christmas. Well, you know. we're probably going to be on break, right? Through the holidays? I don't know. I mean, what else are we going to... Oh, you're going to be gone. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Because no. I just wanted to tell the listeners, happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. I don't think anybody listens to this podcast will get offended by that. <laughs> Bring oh, on no. 2021. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah, mm-hmm. Hanukkah just ended. Oh, well, I hope you've had a happy Hanukkah then. Oh, and have you watched The Mandalorian this year? I think I have like two episodes left, so oh I see god. everyone talking about Oh my about god, the last finale. night's, last night's, oh my god. Oh really? my god. Okay. That's it, all I can say is, oh my god. For, it's on deck for tomorrow. Um, Saturday morning is usually when I watch my favorite British soap. When's it, when's it on? What is the Mandalorian on. I, everybody keeps talking Disney about it. Plus. Disney oh, Plus. Oh, so I'm like, I should probably try watching it. It's, it's really good. Do you good. have Disney Plus? I think, I think that I can use it because, oh. like, I think it's available through my cell service. I'll hook you like up soon. Yeah, I think okay. it's like Verizon or someone. Someone right. has Disney part of, as part of their package. All yeah. Right. Okay, well, happy holidays, everybody, and we will talk to you soon. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.